Hey guys, so we get into another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's got a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can, as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you guys can find the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcast. And we're just so thankful you guys are here and that you're with us today. All right, so here's where we're going with today's podcast. This is going to be another one of those where we're just going to, it's almost like we're going to have this conversation where we're pulling stuff out. It's almost like it's just me and you talking as we study, as we pull some things out of the text here. Um, There's some stuff I want to look at here. And I think based off some conversations that I've had recently and uh, even personal at times, that this can help so many of us. And I hope that this can be an aid to you as we go through this together. So here's what we're going to talk about. Trusting the process. Are you ready to be pruned? Trusting the process. Are you ready to be pruned? I want you to think about where you guys are. And I want you to think about the effort that you've given. Mental, physical, spiritual. I want you to think about the effort that you've given. It's probably been high. I want you to think about the sacrifices that you've made. Some may have been easier than others. Some were probably really, really hard to make. But for some reason, you still made it. I want you to think about almost the monotony of things. Things not necessarily changing. Even though you are providing high effort, high energy, high sacrifice, you're providing these things, but it's not equaling results. And I'm not talking about for like two months or six months or like two years or a year. I'm talking about like a a really good chunk of time. Isn't it hard when you've been doing those things to keep trust in the process. Because when you think about that word process, doesn't that automatically indicate that there's an end to this thing? Whatever it is for you. So you feel like there should be some sort of uh, conclusion, right? So what do we do? Here's what here's what can happen too with this process. With trusting the process, sometimes it can get so hard and you can get in your head so much that you don't even know what the right process is. You don't even know what it is anymore. So what do we do? So let, let's see if we can uh, help each other through this process of how we can learn uh, to trust it, how also even at times, not even necessarily looking at the goal, but learning the trust in what's happening, the process itself, right? So I think about Paul, right, as we're studying and conversating through this. I think about Paul um, in Philippians chapter 3. And what Paul mentioned, 
he kind of talks about the process a little bit. But in Philippians 3, Paul says, I count not myself to have apprehended or attained it yet. But this one thing I will continue to do. So wait a second. I will keep doing this even though I don't get it yet. I will keep giving high effort and keep being this even though the results don't come. Or if they come, they're extremely minimal. Yes. This one thing I will keep doing. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto those things that are before. Trusting the process. Are you ready to be pruned? So what is the process for us? Here's the thing about it, guys. As we're conversating, as we're going through this today, as we're just kind of brainstorming and talking. You have to be honest with yourself about what the process has been for you. And especially being being us and being Christians, we got to be real. We got to be honest with ourselves. So think about it. <clears throat> Why are you doing what you're doing for God? Let's just be like, let's just go right down. Let's just go right down to the nitty gritty here. Why? So everything you've ever done for the Lord, why are you doing it? Am I doing it to gain something? Am I doing it because this, because by serving God, this is the opportunity that I have for him to bless me with things, whether that's finances, whether that's a spouse, whether that's whatever, this is, this is the only opportunity. So that's, that's basically the main reason why I'm trusting in this process. So this is why I'm sacrificing. This is why I'm keeping giving high effort every day because I want those things. That's why I'm serving him. Why, why are we doing it? So why are we trusting in the process? So look at John 15. Okay, John 15 is very, very important. So when we look at John 15, we look at all the things that are happening here in this text. So verse two, every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears forth fruit, he purges it that it might bring forth more fruit. Okay, so you understand that. So now you are clean, verse 3, through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. Okay, so we understand this. It makes sense. So moving forward, what do we do? So as we're looking at this, what is, what is the process? The process that the Lord has us in is not to get stuff that is not inherently bad. Is it inherently bad to get finances? No. Is it inherently bad 
to have a spouse? Absolutely not. Is it inherently bad to gain these things? No, it's not. But why are we doing what we're doing? In John 15, he says the end goal for this process is for you every single day to love me more, number one, and then to love your brothers more. That's the process. And when you really think about it, guys, the process has nothing to do with me. But to be honest with you guys, what have we made the process about? Me. So this is why we have confusion about I don't even know what process is the right one. What should I be doing? What did they do? What did everybody else do? The process is abiding in the vine, which is Jesus. So now, if I'm supposed to trust this process, so I say I love God. You say you love God. So how am I supposed to trust this process? So if the process is God wants me to love him, then in order for me to love him, what does that equal? So loving God, verse 2 of John 15, what does that equal? It equals bearing fruit. Much fruit and more fruit and bearing fruit. So that's what, that's what bearing fruit is in its context. And verse 2 is loving God, being attached to the vine, then loving your brother. So now, in order to do that, what will God do when he sees that you and I, who we say we love God, we are lacking in our love towards our brother and we are lacking in our love towards God? What will he do? Verse two, he will purge us. So here's, here's the process of what some of us are probably going through right now. Sometimes, guys, things change. Things are taken. Because God wants you to love him more. Sometimes those things are removed so that we can truly understand my dependence was not on that. My dependence of feeling loved was not on that. My dependence of feeling secure was not on that job. My dependence was on God. And maybe I put too much dependence on those other things. That's why it was taken away. So guess what God is doing? God is involving me and you in the process right now. So guys... The thing about being pruned, like physically. So when you prune a tree, sometimes you can literally prune that thing as, you know, as low as as the stub. But because you did that, it will bloom 10 times better because you pruned it. Guys, trust in the process. It's not about what you can get. It's not about you. It's not about the things that you have. It's not about what you could potentially gain. This process that we're living in as a Christian, John 15, this process is I need to love God more. And if at any point I start to put my love, I start to put my dependence, I start to put my 
my heart towards other things, towards other people more than I would God, it's got to be pruned. It's got to be pruned. And guess what? If we say we love God and the Lord prunes us, he will do it. That's the process. That's the process. But sometimes what we do as the branch, John 15, sometimes we get mad because the Lord took things away. So now let's make a personal example. So let's say you have a job right now, not not sinful at all. The job itself is not sinful. But let's say that you know that you have and you know you only know this. Nobody else does. You know that because you have that job, which pays you well, you know that, okay, I'm putting a lot of security in this. I'm loving this job more than anything else. And then that job is taken. Then after that job is taken away, now you wonder why. Then you get mad that you don't understand. Then all these things start happening, but who sees what you don't? The vine dresser, the father. So it will be taken away. Think about it from Job's perspective. Job understood this concept. The Lord gives, the Lord takes away, the Lord prunes. Whether he gives to me, which he has been doing, Job chapter 1, or whether he takes away from me. The rest of the book of Job, what will I say as his branch? Blessed be him. Blessed be the vine dresser. Blessed be God. Job from chapter one, that's how he was able to survive because he understood the process. He didn't understand the things going on, but that one verse shows us I get the process. So if the Lord decides he needs to prune some stuff for me right now, which in his mind, if he has to prune my family, if he has to prune my friends, if he has to prune my spouse, my loved one, if he has to prune my money, if he has to prune my health, take it away. Now, was that the case for Job? No, it was between him and God. But from Job's mind state, he's thinking, okay, if the Lord thinks it's necessary, I'm with the vine dresser. I will abide with him. Guys, that's trust in the process. Guys, have you ever had things and people taken away from you? And to be quite honest, like you don't get it. It doesn't make sense to you. Like you could have had real love for that job. You could have had real love for these people. And then you don't get it. And then because you don't get it, because those things weren't inherently bad, then guess who we get mad at? We get mad at God. Guys, that's not trusting the process. That's trusting in us and what we think we know. But in order to abide in the vine, verse 2, in order for me to bear much fruit, a.k.a. love God, what will God do? He will prune. It's necessary. So maybe right now for you, as we're studying as we're walking through this, as we're conversating, maybe what God is doing for you right now, maybe he's pruning you 
so that your dependence cannot fall on other things and your dependence can't fall on other people. But the Lord had to remind you that, wait, you abide in me. Your dependence is on me. And it is on us to trust that the Lord knew exactly what he was doing when he pruned what he had to prune. That takes so much faith, guys. That takes so much trust. That takes so much endurance. That takes so much. It takes so much. It takes so much love. To understand, God, I love you so much that I don't understand why you keep pruning. I don't. I don't get it. I can't even put into words. I can't even make up a situation that I think I would get this. I don't. But God, because I love you as a branch that is attached to your son, I will endure all things with you. I will hope all things with you. I will bear all things with you. Why? Because I love you. That's the process, guys. That is the process. It all comes back to, the, to love. And the Lord, verse 12 in John 15, this is the commandment that I'm talking about, verse 10. If you keep my commandments, what is the commandment? That you love one another as I have loved you. The Lord will do things and take things away and put us through things to be more like him. So it's and guys, I'll, I'll just tell you this. When things happen. And when things are pruned. And when things are taken away. Please don't spend time trying to justify why God took it because you're going to drive yourself insane and don't ask other Christians why God took it because then they'll put other situations in your mind, whether they're good intention. And I'm sure that they are. And I'm sure that they are good intention, as I believe Job's friends were at one point. But guys, don't spend time trying to figure it out or justify in your mind why God had to do what he had to do. Just trust that because he loved you, John 3, 16, and that you're attached to him, John 15, just trust that he's doing what's best. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to sit there and think, why'd he take this? Why'd he do this? I don't get it. I mean, this could have worked. I know it could have. Like, I, I just needed a chance. Like, come on. Like, I get it. But guys, don't spend so much time doing that. What's our job? As low to the ground as God may have you pruned, or you might be in the throes of it right now. Just stay attached. Just stay attached to him. It's so beautiful, guys. That is the process. We talk about trusting the process all the time. Trusting the process is not about what I could gain from God. Trusting the process is not about what another Christian can be for me, what they can give to me. 
but that's what we've made it. Trusting the process is God helping me to love like the vine, to love like his son. That is the process. It is not about me at all, and it has never been. But the reason why sometimes we confuse it is we make this process in John 15 about me. And that's where I fail, where I have failed. And to be quite honest with you as we're conversating today, it's probably why you're failing too. Because you've made this process about you somehow. But you've justified it. I'm doing it for God. No, you're not. No, we're not. Let's put, I'll put me in there. No, we're not. We're doing this somehow for me. Guys, the more and more you, you talk about Christianity, you talk about the love of God, you talk about service, you talk about loving God and loving one another. Guys, it is so, um, it is so outside of me. It is so outside of myself. It is so outside of my desires, uh, out of my thoughts. It's so, it's so selfless, man. You, you just don't concern yourself with you anymore. And I think the reason why a lot of us struggle is we've tried to make this Christian life about us, but we've masked it by saying that it's for God. We got to be honest. We got to be honest with ourselves. So, guys, are you ready to be pruned? Am I ready to be pruned? Whew. I mean, the process, I mean, guys, I mean, from John 15, it, it's there. It's there. And it's all about loving God and loving your brother. So, therefore, if I love God and if I love my brother, then guess what I will do? If I will love God then I will want to teach others how to love God. If I love God, then I will love my brother. If I love God, I will rebuke. If I love God, I will walk with my brother. If I love God, you know what I mean? So the motivation is there. It does not do away with the commands, with the other things that are written in scripture. But instead of starting with the commands, we have to start with the right motivation. What did Paul say in 1 Corinthians 13? I could do all these things, but if I have not love, I'm a, I'm a gong symbol. It, it doesn't profit anything. Guys, the pruning process is all about Philippians chapter 2. Let this mind be in you, which was also in who? Christ, who is the what? John 15, the vine. And who do we need to abide in? The vine. So what's the mind? The mind of Christ is to totally walk this life out of selflessness. So now think about this. Maybe, and let's just be real. Maybe the reason why the Lord hasn't blessed you with certain things Maybe the reason why the Lord has not blessed you with certain people is guess who you're still thinking about? You. What could they give me? 
What can I get out of that? How can this benefit me? What can they give me? What can it give me? Rather than what can I give to them? And here's the beautiful thing about this, guys. You won't know what to do. You won't know how to give to that congregation. You won't know how to give to those people. You won't know how to give to that spouse. You won't know how to serve your brother if you don't abide in the vine. You will have no clue how to do it. Why? Because the branch, the text says, you can do nothing by yourself. You need me to know how to love everybody else. This is how paramount this is. And this is why the process that you might be going through, you have to take this very seriously because this is what's going to set you up for how to love him, for how to love her, for how to love them. This is what sets you up. So if we don't take this process seriously, then even if we get him, even if we get her, even if we get them, even if we get it, we won't know how to love them. Why? Because we were so selfish. Guys, this is the process, man. This is it. John 15. Guys, I got, I mean, it's ridiculous how much work I have to do. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's not even close. I can't. It's ridiculous how much work I have to do. It's ridiculous. But here's what I know. That if I ask the Lord, which I have, ironically, which makes sense. If you ask the Lord, I want to be close to you. I want to be attached to you. If we ask... It will be done to you. Verse seven. I will prune so you can be close to me. Man, I got so much work to do for me. I got so much work to do to love God more, to love my brethren more, to love others more. Like I have so much work to do and I'm nowhere close, but I know that I know the path and I'm ready to start walking on it. And maybe you want to start too. I mean, let's start together. Let's start together. And that's the beautiful thing about this. The Lord says, as the branches, we don't have to do this as solo branches. We can help each other out. Just It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, guys, I encourage you. Whatever you're going through right now. I wish I could tell you. Oh, yeah, it'll go away. I wish I could tell you. Oh, yeah, it'll happen for you. Because it happened for all of us. I wish I could tell you, I don't worry about it. It'll work. But guys, the thing I can tell you for a fact, please stay attached to the line and endure the purging. Trust the process. Yeah, I hope this is able to help you as we kind of conversated, this is this is this is honestly, guys, just, hey, let's turn this on. Let's look at John 15. And we've been studying this here, but let's look at this. And let's just let's just talk. So um, I really hope that this was able to encourage you to make you think, uh, to make you consider some things. 
Go back and look at it yourself. Study it for yourself. Um, look at it, study through it, walk through it again. I, I'm just so thankful that we can study together, that the Lord gives us opportunity, that he's been so patient with all of us. He's been so patient with me. Um, I'm just so thankful. So appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And Lord willing, we'll be back on uh, Monday with another podcast. Thanks, guys.